Hello, hello, hello again, beautiful beings of light. Welcome back to the Expand podcast. Thank you all so much for being here. As always, I super appreciate your presence. And I'm very excited to announce that I've got an incredible person who volunteered to edit this podcast. So hopefully it's going to be a little bit more professional. And I also got a new mic, so hopefully I'm coming in loud and clear. So I always love having... Uh, names for situations that humans go through. And just today, I channeled a new situation that humans go through all the time. And whether you are in a straight relationship, a gay relationship, a fluid relationship, or just a relationship with yourself, you're probably going to connect with the content in this podcast episode because it deals with masculine, feminine energies. Not just male, female, you know, genders. It, it, it deals with energies. And the word or the terminology that I came up with associated with this syndrome is DID syndrome. I know it sounds super professional, right? Basically, it's called damsel in distress syndrome. DIDS, I guess you could call it. And ultimately what this means is When you're in a relationship or you just have some sort of dynamic situation, connection, relationship with anyone else, there's typically always a more masculine energy in that dynamic and a more feminine energy in that dynamic. Now, the easiest dynamics that we can talk about are relationship dynamics. And ultimately, what it comes down to is when the divine feminine person in that relationship, which gender doesn't matter in this case, when that divine feminine energy is in full flow of their own beautiful divine femininity, it typically creates this damsel in distress energy, which means that that divine feminine is very open, very floaty, very kind of go with the flow, very empathic, very sensitive, very all of the things. And the divine masculine energy in that dynamic or relationship will instantaneously need to have this overprotective, overcautious, overcontrolling type of vibration, type of energy. And it's important to, to know and to understand that this is what's typically created between divine masculine and divine feminine energies in a romantic relationship. And the problem with this is that the divine male will always try and be protective. If anything, the divine male will actually try and be more protective, which means more controlling and more structured and more logical and analytical and more closed off and more, you know, walls up. And the divine feminine gets even more divine feminine. So we need to realize that the more polarity we have within relationships, the more polarity we're creating. So if you're sitting at home and you're listening to this or you're wherever and listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, yeah, you know, me and my wife or me and my husband, we just can never get on the same page. We always try and communicate, but it's always a hit and miss. And most likely, it's just because you're communicating in one extreme polarity and your partner is communicating in another extreme polarity. 
And so it's really important to realize that in order to be balanced within the relationship, you must first be balanced within you, within yourself. The more feminine you are, the more masculine he's going to be or she's going to be. Because that divine male feels like they need to save you from yourself, essentially, is what it comes down to. And so as a divine feminine, the more you step into the power, take the lead, make decisions, prove to your partner, even though it shouldn't be done through the energy of proof, but prove to your partner and to yourself that you can do this, that you don't need their help to solve your problems, the less and less that partner of yours is going to feel like they need to solve your problems, and the more you, the two of you can communicate on the same even playing field, if that makes sense. Same thing with the divine masculine. If you feel like your partner is very over-emotional, very, you know, hysterical most of the time, very over-reactionary, and you're pretty much cool, calm, and collective, and, you know, and very logical and analytical, then for you to be more vulnerable and more compassionate in your communication and expression style is going to allow space for your partner to once again step up, right, and take care of you. Instead of always having it figured out, instead of always knowing what the next step is, it's really important that you let go of that a little bit, let go of that leadership, and allow your partner, your divine feminine partner, to take care of you, you know. And this is really important. I believe that a fifth-dimensional relationship really comes down to a balance between both parties of divine feminine and masculine energies. So a 3D relationship, which is singular, it's linear, it's polarized, it's one or the other. A 3D relationship, which especially if you have been with your partner for a while, really is, you know, the old traditional way of thinking. Oh, you complete me. Oh, you're my other half. Oh, you're my better half. <laughs> and ultimately, that's fine, but I'm telling you right now that it's unsustainable. And the reason why is because you will continue to feel like there is a void, to feel like there is a gap within you, and to feel like you need to fill that gap within yourself with the other person. And the second that that other person is not in your life, Guess what's going to happen? You're going to be scrambling, feeling like you're not enough without that other person in your life. A 5D relationship means that you step into the relationship as a whole individual without any lack, without any polarity, without any gaps. You are stepping in whole and complete as you are. And then you attract an individual who is also whole and complete within themselves. There are no missing links. There are no gaps. It's just you and that other person. And then you can create a beautiful relationship where there is no lack. There is no filling voids. There is no even missing that person. I know it sounds kind of awful, right? It's like, what? I want to miss my partner. But it's not. It just means that you're whole and complete. That's what a 5D relationship is. So I want you to ask yourself right now, are you the damsel in distress? Or are you the protector? Are you the divine feminine? Or are you the divine masculine? 
What roles do you play in your romantic relationship? And what do you expect from your partner? And I want to give you all a challenge moving forward. I want you to play a different role. And honestly, if you're a single person as well, I just want to include you into this. If you're single and you've been frustrated because you keep attracting the same guy over and over again or the same girl over and over again, once again, I want you to ask yourself, who am I being and therefore who am I attracting and am I whole and complete within myself? And if you are in a beautiful relationship that maybe isn't always as loving as you'd like it to be or the communication is off every once in a while, then I want you to ask yourself, how can we recreate this relationship so that it satisfies and fulfills both of us to the highest vibrational degree? And that's really important as well. So we are all being pushed and tested to move into this 5D place, this place where we can be both the male and the female, both the mom and the dad. <laughs> I know I was pushed into that place when I went into a same-sex relationship. I'm like, wait, wait, how does this work? <laughs> Who's who here? <laughs> you know, a 3D relationship as well. You have your role and I have mine and you're the man and I'm the female. And it just doesn't work that way anymore. It doesn't matter if you're gay, straight, gray or fluid. <laughs> Right. Ultimately, we're being pushed into being whole and complete within ourselves. And there will still be tension and there will still be resistance within your relationship. If there is something within you that is missing and then the expectation that your partner will fill that. Which is an old and traditional way of thinking and navigating this world. So ultimately, what do you want in a relationship? One more piece of homework that I'm going to leave you all off with. And this is, I'm going to give you homework for if you're in a relationship and I'm going to give you homework if you're single. So it's going to be very similar. If you're in a relationship, I want you all at home in your own free time, maybe right after listening to this podcast, I want you to grab your notebooks. I want you to create a T chart, kind of looks like a cross. And on one half of the T-chart, I want you to say, what is either my current relationship or what have my past relationships been like? And writing down all the characteristics and all the traits, all the pros and all the cons <laughs> of your old relationships or your current one. And then on the other half of the T-chart, I want you to ask yourself, what is my most ideal relationship? What do I really want? How do I become in most harmonic alignment with a partner and therefore with myself? And I know that I've assigned this before to other clients and individuals who have been married for many, many years. And they have apprehension in filling out the second half of this T-chart. And I don't blame them, but their apprehension comes from the fact that they're worried, they're scared. And they turn to me and they say, well, Elizabeth, what if, what if I, you know, I want all of these things and my partner is just not that and they never will be that. And I say to them, have you tried? 
Have you even asked for what you want? Or have you been completely feeding in to the consistency and the safety of the norm of the right now? Have you even asked for what you want from your partner? Have you had that dialogue and conversation? Don't just assume that they're not willing to change. You need to ask for what you want. And for all of you single people out there, it is no longer time to settle when dating in relationships at all. I always tell my single friends and they always roll their eyes at me, but it's true. If it's not fire, don't bother. And fire, what I mean is that that passion, that drive, that connection, that spark, that ah, you know, and sometimes that fire is karmic. And sometimes that relationship and connection is momentary. Maybe it's a couple days. Maybe it's a couple weeks. Maybe it's a couple months. And sometimes that fire is, is a life partner. Sometimes that fire is just a lesson. A very painful and stubborn and angering lesson that you have to learn. But if it's not fire, why bother holding space for someone again in another date? And another date. I always get mad at my single friends. It's like, what are you doing? You said you didn't really feel it. Oh, I'm trying again. I'm just hoping that this is going to be the time. And I tell them every time, it's not going to be the time. If it wasn't there initially, it's, you can't build on that. You build on fire. And then you navigate. And then you see. And just because you have fire doesn't mean it's the end all to be all. It just means that there's something there that you have to experience together. And for all of you who have been in long-term relationships and you don't feel fire with your partner and you're sitting there thinking, shit, <laughs> what am I going to do? You can create that fire again. I know you can. I'm saying this from experience. You can start a brand new relationship with the one that you've been with for years. I know this. But once again... If you're not willing to change and you're not willing to ask for change, then nothing will change. You're listening to this podcast for a reason. You're here for a reason. And it's time to live your best life in the highest vibration possible in a 5D relationship. But once again, you've got to have that 5D relationship with yourself first and then you can start to have that with someone else. Thank you all so much once again for being here on my podcast. I keep charting in the top 100 spiritual charts from all different countries all around the world, and I super appreciate it. So just a big shout out to Norway and Germany and Australia and the U.S. and Canada. You guys are great, and I always see your countries on the, the top 100 list for Expand. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to this. Definitely share this episode if you know others who are struggling with their relationships. Keep up the good vibes, everyone. I know it's a crazy, tumultuous time, but you're here for a reason. You signed up for this for a reason, and it's finally time to live your best life. Check me out on YouTube and Instagram, Elizabeth April, and I will see you, or you will hear me, next time on Expand with Elizabeth April. Bye for now. Mm -hmm.